Suck so bad, asshole. <laughs> you tell me you're a cop. You should know this stuff. You really shouldn't know. Well, this he stuff. wanted the individual praise, and then when you hit him, he hides behind the the badge and tries to make it sound like you're attacking all cops. Yeah. You know you what? Know Maybe scared. I am. Maybe I do hate all of you guys. What are you gonna do about it? Cops are scary. Nobody's scary, Adam. You're just weak. Maybe the Gustavo was scary because they probably would shoot. You. Every time I see a, a, a cop car, I think uh, I'm going to be murdered and raped. Every, Every time I see a cop car, I think like, "Wow, what a pussy!" I get, I get a little bit. I'm just like, "Wow, that guy. He probably failed out in high school. Probably played football." When he graduated, he had no prospects in life, and he thought, how could I be the biggest dick that I could be? You know the Harold and Kumar joke? Today we're doing a Christmas quiz. Today we're doing a Christmas quiz. Speaking of cops. Speaking of police officers. Failing quizzes. No, I don't know how hard it is to pass a cop exam. Not hard at all. I really, Yeah, I think the hardest part might be like, Definitely not the running. You ever see all the fat fucks we got driving? Well, I think they become they become fat. Oh, they become fat? Yeah, I think they be. Well, yeah, I don't think they start off. I fat. think that it's a really easy it, test, it, and the ones if, who are in shape just don't want to be called fat fucks. I think the reason <laughs> I think the reason why Officer Laredo walks around trying to look all buff is because he doesn't want people being like, "Hey, donuts! You want some donuts, Piggy Wiggy?" Well, honestly, like my uh, uncle, he was in the Marines. Come out of the Marines. He did a little bit of SWAT. He did a little bit of narcotics and everything. But when he first applied to be a cop way back when, they actually had a real boot camp for cops. And you had to be a certain weight, all this stuff, be able to run, do all this stuff. He told me when we were having this talk they about threw all cops, that shit out the window. They, they, don't, they don't train them like that. They don't even put them like – they put him in a room and let him get interrogated to see how he could mentally – uh, resist that being called names and everything, and keep under, keep control under a situation where you're being verbally attacked. They don't do any of that no more. They literally put you in school for it's almost like a college degree. You go in there for not, not even a college. Out. No, not even it's nine weeks. Yeah, there you go. You go in there for nine weeks. They yeah, you hand you your gun. They say you're ready to shoot black people. Yep. You say, Here we go. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You want? Yeah. You're ready to just shoot just some come up, black come up with a good shoot them. <laughs> that that'd be it. You know what though? Uh, there was they did have like a. Uh, a, a parent psychologist, a cop psychologist, and he would go around and say that, yeah, that to shoot black people or whatever. He, he like they, they found they, apparently they found out the root cause of a lot of the uh, psychological reasoning behind cops shooting people was that there was a psychologist going around training people to to treat black people like they're about to kill you or whatever. I think that was called the entire police force <laughs> yeah. to a certain point in our very, very racist history. Let's not whitewash no, the no. fact that the police were always racist. No, yeah. I'm just saying, I, no, I'm, I'm, I think this, this, the program's been going on for a long time. It's like people with rebel flag tattoos, you know they're domestic terrorists. <laughs> exactly. They just are. It's just what your side lost, you're bitter about it, you're talking about one day we're going to rise up. It's domestic terrorism is what that is. My God. No difference. No, no difference, difference in my opinion. Edward has a tattoo of a, uh, a Confederate flag on his arm. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, say. I, mean, I mean, honestly, on that, on that, you know... You lost. I'm an American. You know what? I'm not a fucking Confederate. I don't like the South. The South sucks. I fly a red, white, and blue flag. If you want to fly your lame-ass orange, purple, whatever your stupid X flag is, go do it at your little Nazi rallies, dude. 
Yeah, well, like I was saying on my on my end, I really don't care what you do. As long as you don't get up in my lane and affect my own personal living, whatever makes you happy. Damn happiness. No, I mean, it's part of the what's country's this, what's this motto, beer of the day? Pursuit, pursuit of happiness. Do your thing. Today's <laughs> beer of the day is brought to you by Untitled Art. This is a triple berry hazelnut smoothie stout. Coming in at 10% in alcohol by volume. Uh, now, the thing, the, the weird thing about Untitled Art is that... You go first. Uh, so this is... <laughs> oh, look. This is microphone brewing. But Untitled Art is a packaging... They're, they're not... It's kind of weird. Basically, anybody can go through them. Like, basically, like poor... Uh, or, uh, I say poor. Underfunded. Underfunded breweries and stuff can pay Untitled Art... To distribute their beer and stuff, like, they, like Untitled Art will make their beer in house, can it, and distribute it. As long as they send, they basically just send them the recipe and they pay for the uh, the funding and they get like a little percentage of the uh, the profits uh, go to them. But it, they they helps get their uh, name out and stuff, whatever. Uh, so it's an interesting interesting little concept uh, that they've done in, over there in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Anyways. Crack this open. You already cracked yours open. Cracking it open. Yeah. So this this uh this beer is called a triple berry hazelnut smoothie stout. It has it's an imperial stout with strawberry, raspberry, blueberry, cocoa nibs, and milk sugar. Okay. <laughs> Where's the hazelnut? Wait, I'm, says, sm- I'm smelling the hazelnut. Oh, okay. Well. They get- the ins- okay, the smoothie part is strawberry, raspberry, blueberry, cocoa nibs, and milk sugar. So it's a... Yeah. <laughs> I saw the face this guy just made. Which one? You smelled it? Oh, uh, I did a little more than that. You tasted it? Hey, why not? It's there to taste. Oh, God. It this smells pretty berries and beer. It smells berry-y. Oh, man. it's It's got a mild berry oh, man. smell to it. Mostly All right. I I'm waiting to see y'all's faces when y'all drink Wait, 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 wait. I need to drink water before. No. Go ahead. Go straight for it. That's what I'm doing. All right. Here we go. Your eyes are about to go in the back of your head. <laughs> Three, two, one. Blast off. <laughs> not, it does not affect me. Oh, it's not the beer that affects me. Woo! It's the twang. That is some sweet ass twang right there. Yep, that's that's what I taste like. Ugh. No like wonder a, why I didn't get a reaction. Is like a burnt taste to it? I don't taste burnt. I just taste offended. <laughs> Blueberry, raspberry, strawberry, fucking b- the schnozberry tastes if like schnozberry. If I wanted all these berries, I'd pick them straight out of the garden. I just want to know who decided to let Willy Wonka. This <laughs> is a Willy Wonka beer. stout. I'm just, just oh going to that one. I mean, it's, starting to, it's starting to taste like an everlasting gobstopper. Yeah, everlasting garbage. <laughs> everlasting garbage stopper. Now, now, uh, speaking about ingenious, uh, you know, we, we had we had, we had ingenious prior to, uh, on a recent episode, and um, uh, they make a beer. It's a peanut butter and jelly, but it's usually like, it's usually like one fruit. It was like a grape jelly, I think they did, but uh, that was actually really good. Uh, in in a in a, in a stout. well actually it was a porter it was just like a lighter version of stout so kind of slightly different but you know all porter stouts also <laughs> not all stouts are porters but it, other than that uh, you know fruit can be good in stouts this it's one stout. this one may not be one of those might not be palatable I mean it's not the worst 
that we've tried today. No. Definitely by far it's not the worst that we've tried it just, today. It just tastes worse than we tasted. There's like a weird burnt taste. What is that taste I'm tasting? It tastes like sour. Well, no, it's like you said day. whenever we first came in here. Like It's like a fruit cake. It's yeah. like a kind of a burnt fruit cake. There it is. You know them raisins you taste that are really bad and they're like to the point where they're about to get like moldy but they're I not. Mean, I don't know if anyone's ever had like a really bad raisin I have and it's tastes kind of like that. It tastes like a really bad strawberry, raisin. Strawberry, raspberry, blueberry, Ugh. blueberry concentrate. So I don't know what the fuck that means. That's, oh, that's the tang that you're getting. <laughs> that powerful that tang. Concentrate. That's that blueberry concentrate. Isn't, isn't concentrate what they use to make ah. wine? Ah. Isn't like... Concentrate, that's like... Not real juice, like oh, like frozen orange juice. Oh, okay. Like something that you have to water down because it's the concentrated flavor. Maybe of, maybe it's yeah. purees that they use to make. Uh, they even tell you to add water to that stuff. Oh yeah. Good. Well, they, they added beer to this one. <laughs> they added beer to the blueberry concentrate. Good. They added their, they added their company's uh, stock. <laughs> it dropped. Well, this week of uh, stats has not been. <laughs> Something the best. Oh, <laughs> what it what it was. Like, Maybe we're just not stout guys. I don't know. No, I feel I feel kind of like a stouty oh, stouty a, kind of guy. Stout well, guy. actually, I am a more of a porter guy. Let's I'm a ghost guy. A ghost guy. I, I like those. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I the like the, I like those ghosts. Those, those fucking good. sours. Yeah, sours were good. Don't worry. After we get done with the twelve stouts of Christmas, it's back to regular beers and stouts occasionally. <laughs> uh. Anyways, we got a Christmas quiz to do here. You all three are battling against each other. Good God, his face. He can't take it. Edray, what are your thoughts on this it's beer? It's not the beer itself. It's the twang. Edray, thoughts? <sighs> it was a decent taste. I'm not going to go into it like many other people. I guess let's give it a rating. <laughs> you don't want to know my rating. Man, you know what it is? It's that it's. I think it's the con. It's like that. It's. I the, give it a seven. It's better than the fucking the 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 Brooklyn Black Ops. Oh God. Yeah, I'll give it a six, maybe. What it is is the. Um, it might be overly bitter, for the fruit. Now that I'm thinking, I'm look. I'm trying to think back to like other fruit stouts. I think the bitterness. I don't know. There's like a syrupy taste. It's too heavy. Mate, uh, like a really thick. Like hangs in your mouth yeah. even if you swallow it. It's definitely not something you would drink in the summertime. No. You would be no. dreading it. You'd it'd be, like be like drinking yeah, someone, milk. <laughs> if someone, they gave you something called a drink and they gave you this, you would barf. <laughs> even if you could handle it, you'd barf. Oh right? yeah. That'd be like that anchor man scene. Yeah. Milk is yeah. bad. Choice. Fruit cake. Fruit cake and a beer. No, don't don't hate on fruitcakes. This why? Fruitcake's bad. Not as bad as this. Oh my god, they're the same. Nah, I'm. You know you what? Need to try some new fruitcakes, buddy. You know what? I don't like fruitcake. I don't like this beer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm done with that. <laughs> oh god, uh, a lot of fruit in this. So, so what's our game? Next up, we got a quiz. What's our quiz? Christmas the shit. Hey, I want to give my rating. All right, give your rating. A two. Good God. That's it. That was deep. I'm not deep even, two. I'm not even going to define it. Give it a seven. Two. Yeah, I gave it a six. Edray, what you got? I'll be indifferent and say a five. There we go. Two, five, six, seven. I mean, it's like, 
It's just odd tasting. It's not horrible. They put craft into it. So what are we, what are we quizzing? What are we quizzing on? Uh, last little comments. I'll give it props. You can taste the shit it says. That's why it's got Am two I right? for me. You, you can taste the shit it says. But anyways. First up. We're doing a Christmas quiz. Are you ready for the quiz? Everybody? Let's do Wait. it. All right. Round one is food and drink. There are categories in here. Okay. In which, and I get, I'm going to give everyone a chance to answer, and then, you know, the right answer gets a point. And, you know, so multiple people can get, multiple people can get points and whatnot. Anyways, question one. In which, in which country is it tradition to eat KFC for Christmas dinner? Japan. You know what? I might have to go with him on that. It, it's gotta be. It's gonna. It's definitely Asian. I'd say Japan also. Ed Ray. I'll say China. <laughs> the correct answer was Japan. Oh, I knew it had to be one of them again. I've heard that one time. Kyle gets a point, and Kevin riding those coattails. Ed what Ray, have heard? <laughs> uh, next up, question two. What item is traditionally? Hidden in a Christmas pudding. What item is traditionally hidden in a Christmas pudding? Item hidden in a Christmas pudding. Whoever wants to go first, uh, Ed Ray, you go first. Uh, what item is traditionally hidden in a Christmas pudding? Mm, this is a tough one. I'll probably say coal. Alright. You got coal. What else everyone got? Um, what item? Yeah, an item. Like any item. Any an item traditionally hit, hidden in a Christmas pudding. I'll say a fig. A fig. <sighs> Raisins. Raisins. The correct answer was coin. A coin is wow. hidden in Christmas pudding. A, a chocolate coin, of course. Is it chocolate? Yeah. It doesn't have to be chocolate. I bet you back in the... I bet you now... It is. No, now it's chocolate. Back in the day... Back in the day, it was probably, probably a real fucking probably coin. probably just like, oh, I got the coin, and they were like, you can yeah. keep it. Nowadays, and then you get poisoned. Now you get choked. No, now and, yeah. the no exactly. Nowadays, it's got to be a chocolate coin so you can eat it so you don't choke to death. Yeah. <laughs> but back in the day, it's probably real. Anyways, third question. In the first ever commercially produced Christmas cards, children are pictured drinking a surprising a surprising festive beverage. What is it? In the first ever commercially produced Christmas cards, children are pictured drinking a surprising festive beverage. I've narrowed it down to two. Coca-Cola? See, I was that was gonna be one of the two. The other one was chocolate milk. I'll have to say or apple cocoa. I'll have to say apple cider. I'll go with a definitively a soda pop. That's what I'll say. Alright, so you had pop. what? Coca-Cola. You had what? Apple cider. You had what? Soda pop. I'm not gonna give it a show name. Uh I feel like Ed Ray was kind of the closest. The correct answer was wine. In the first Christmas cards, children were seen drinking wine. Oh snap. Okay. Uh next up. 
This one is a uh, this one's a hard one. Yeah, I guess they are all hard, but <laughs> okay. <clears throat> yeah, especially if this is your least favorite time of year. <laughs> Question four: How many different sweets are there in a standard box of Quality Street? Quality Street being the uh, the the chocolate gift box that you would give to a uh, for Christmas a Christmas chocolate gift box. Twenty five. Tyler has twenty five. I'll say twenty. I'll say fifteen. The correct answer is twelve. Twelve. Good God, these are hard. All right. Well, no one said they're easy, but we're learning shit. Yeah, yeah, no. Like, you know, <laughs> since when do I eat fucking whatever street fucking sweets? <laughs> street of sweets. Question five. In Tudor in, in Tudor times, single women believed eating a festive treat would help them find a husband. Which treat was it? Single women believed eating a festive treat would help them find a husband. And this is a festive treat. So what festive treat could women try to eat to find a husband? Edward, you go first. Fudge. <laughs> Kevin and Tyler, you have any ideas? Fruitcake. You got fruitcake? Some sort of a pastry. What's the pastry? I don't know. Say something. Uh, Scones. Apple pie. Apple pie. (laughs) The correct answer is, to find a husband, women would eat a gingerbread man. Oh, snap. Gingerbread man. man. You're eating a man. There you go. Gotta eat a man. Eat a man. (laughs) Next up. (laughs) Which way are you meant to stir your mincemeat? Christmas cake and Christmas pudding for good luck. Which which way do you stir your Christmas... Uh, I'm guessing... I'm just going to... There's only probably two answers here. I'm guessing counterclockwise. Clockwise. I'll say clockwise. The correct answer was... Clockwise! <laughs> uh, Ed Ray gets his first point. Kevin moves ahead with his second point. Whew. Uh... Okay, next up. Question seven. In 2006, in a 2006 TV special, Nigel Lawson stunned viewers with the surprising way she prepares her turkey to guarantee it stays moist. What was it? (laughs) Injecting? She stuffs it. You said injecting, you say stuff it. Edward, what you got? Covered in aluminum foil. You were close. Leave it in a bl- leave it in a bucket. No, I said okay. I thought I said blanket. Leave it in a bucket of water overnight. Leave it in a bucket of water. Keep oh, your snap. turkey moist. So drowns it. Okay. Uh, uh, another uh, hard one. What what is normally served as pudding on Christmas Day in Scotland? Oh shit! I think they get harder as we go along. As far as the like, there's ten there's ten questions each. Agus. You got haggis. Bread. You got bread. What you got? What was the question again? Oh, don't let me repeat it. Uh, What's something in Scotland that served as a pudding on yeah. Christmas? I say custard. I have no idea what this is. Cloody dumplings. Cloody yeah. <laughs> dumplings. We're all learning something new every day. Uh, next up. 
uh, Leah Schuchkiever holds the world record for the fastest time to eat three of which Christmas item. She managed to eat this impressive feat in 52 seconds on September 25th in 2019. She ate three of them? She Okay, she ate three things in 52 seconds, 20, 52 seconds, and 52 seconds, yeah, 52 seconds. Uh, is a Christmas item, she ate three of them, 52 seconds, under a minute. Uh, you might have to be more specific. Fucking humble pies. Okay. Uh, Ed Ray? I want to say pumpkin pie. Okay. Sweet potato pie? Uh, you guys, you guys should have known this one because we talked about these pies before. Mince meat pies! Oh, in mm. under a minute. Three mince meat pies. My bad. <clears throat> Which, number 10, last one in the food in the food column. Which fruit is traditionally put in a Christmas stocking? Which fruit is traditionally put in a Christmas stocking? And apples. And there's actually three. There's three answers to this one. Uh, you can you can apple, get one of them. Apple, orange, and snap banana. If you get one of these, you get a point. Okay. So everyone. Uh, well, I'm guessing apple, orange, banana. All right. So uh, Tyler, go ahead and say three things. Figs. Um, cherries, um, apricots. Edry. I want to say figs, raisins, and, uh, an orange. Looks like Edray and Kevin get another point. The three is oranges, tangerines, and satsumas. Citrus. Citrus. Naturally, because citrus is harvested in wintertime. Oh, I know that. and you should have known. You should have said these satsumas too. You should have known that. Oh. You're, you're the garden man. <laughs> Anyways, I was just guessing what could actually stay in a in somewhere and not spoil before they get to it. Yeah. Anyways, next up. God, quizzes are hard. They do this all the time though in bars. Let's do this. Round two. Christmas music. In total, number one, in total, how many Christmas gifts are given in the Christmas Carol, the 12 days of Christmas? In total, how many Christmas gifts are given in the Christmas Carol, the 12 days of Christmas? Are you guys doing the math? Ed Ray, do you have an answer? I may want to say... I want to say 37 gifts. How many gifts in total? In total. I'm going to say 25. Now you got to think. <laughs> I quit thinking. I just guessed. On Lati. I, I started singing the song in my head, but I gave it up. Everyone was way off. So, I, I, I know what you did. I don't know what they did. But, technically, in the song, they get each of those gifts over. 
So by the time they get the 12 days of Christmas... So it was seven, it's 78 times fucking 12. Yeah, 364. Oh my god. 64. Must be nice. I bet they don't get their self cut up or anything like that. One of them. And they, they save a day for New Year's, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> anyways, um, next up a social media campaign managed to uh, usurp. U-S-U-R-P. Yep, usurp. Usurp the Christmas number the Christmas number one spot in 2009 with a surprising choice of song. What was the song? A social media campaign managed to make a Christmas number one spot in 2009. Uh, okay, so this is not a Christmas song. Uh, it surpassed. There's a song that thanks to... A social media campaign beat the Christmas music. So this is a song in 2009 beat Christmas music to be number one during the Christmas holiday season. I have no idea. Uh, When I tell you what it is, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, I I guarantee you I've heard this song and you've heard this band. It's not like obscure. What, What year was it? 2009. Yeah, I give up. You give up straight up? Give up, Ed Ray. <laughs> I would say it's a Justin Bieber song, but I give up. Killing in the name of by Rage Against the Machine. Oh snap! That's awkward. <laughs> uh, uh, which Queen song has been Christmas number one twice? I'm guessing uh, we will rock you slash we are the champions and don't stop me now. You said which song? Yeah, which song. Is what? Uh, made number one in Christmas three times or whatever. By Queen. By Queen. <laughs> or twice. It, it made, which Queen song has been Christmas number one twice? Ed Ray. I guess I'll say Stone Gold Crazy and We Are the Champions. Um... It was one song that did it twice. That's one song? It did it twice. That's what the thing is. Trying to think if it's some oddball song. I'm going to be stupid. I'm going to say Fat Bottom Girls. What the hell? I know. I'm going to say it. The correct answer was Bohemia Rhapsody. That was an easy one. My bad. Easy one. I was thinking like people were thinking. No, No, my goodness. Uh... Who was Elton John teamed up with uh, for the Christmas for a Christmas hit? Who has Who has Elton John teamed up with for a Christmas hit? George Michael, Paul McCartney, pass. <laughs> Ed Sheeran. I'll sure. Sure. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Can't remember. <laughs> this is hard. These are hard. I'm sorry. If anything, you're learning shit today, everyone. Quiz Nothing thing. we're going to use. <laughs> Uh, uh, okay. Number five. Which Christmas song first re- first released in 1994 reached Christmas number one? In 1994? Yeah. Uh, Mariah Carey. Jingle Bell Rock. Mariah Carey's Christmas song, which I think. What's it All I Want for Christmas is You? Yes. So you say that? Yep. You say that? Jingle Bell Rock. Ed Ray? I'd have to say that Mariah Carey song. 
Oh my god, Ed Ray right riding those coattails. Ed Ray and Ed Ray and Kevin get a point. Yeah, I figured it'd come out around then because I was like, there had to be a song somewhere in the early nineties. Is when she sung that. I was like, yeah, cool. Mariah Carey dominated the early nineties. Uh. It, uh, I mean, I was listening to Alice in Chains and stuff back then, but yeah, she was always on the radio. How many laws follow the fall in the chorus of Deck the Halls? How many what? How many laws? Law. How many laws follow the fall in the chorus of Deck the Halls? Eight. I want to say thirty-two. I will say The correct answer is eight. I just counted it out. <laughs> and he, he he must have counted it really fast or he knew it. <laughs> you did thirty two laws and you imagine that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. After singing that a few times, you'd be done. You'd let me go. Oh my god. In the song. We wish you a Merry Christmas. The killers won't leave until they get some what? Figgy pudding. Yep. Figgy pudding. Figgy pudding. Correct answer is figgy pudding! Everyone gets a point. My God. Uh, question number eight in songs. In what, in what song is Father Christmas asked for a 54 convertible, a yacht, and the deed to a platinum mine? In what song... Um, what was that? Santa Baby? Or... Everybody? Hurry Down the Chimney Tonight? Yes, yeah, Hurry Down the Chimney, whatever that fucking Santa Baby, whatever that song is. It's that chick, but I don't know her name. I hear it on the front Earth the kid. I just need the song name, so whatever you say. Or the song, if you know the song, just say what it is. Like Santa Baby, I think, is the title. Okay. I'm just going to go with it. Ed Ray? I'd say Santa Baby. Answer is Santa Baby. I've heard that so many times at my job. It's just, it just popped in my head. Santa Baby. Baby. Yeah, it's so annoying when you yeah, hear that is. on the radio in uh, grocery stores. Yes. Okay, uh, this one no one's going to know, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Who co-wrote... Do they know it's Christmas with Bob Geldof in 1984? Who co-wrote Do They Know It's Christmas? Can you tell me the band that sung it? I just said. Paul, uh, Bob Geldof. 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 Yeah, pass. I'm passing. What's the name of the song again? Fuck. Uh, do, do They Know It's Christmas? I never even heard that song. Have you heard Do They Know It's Christmas? Dude, that's gotta be some 80s crud. I, I ain't gonna know it. <laughs> Anyways, I can't even pronounce the name. Uh, Midger. Yeah. Midger. Mick Jagger? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> that out of it? Last question in the songs. Which British artist has a whopping eight Christmas number ones under their belt oh, with snap. different acts? Which British artist has a whopping eight Christmas number ones under the belt with different acts? Elton John. Dude, it's gotta be him. I couldn't picture David Bowie doing that crap. I'm gonna have to say, yeah. I have no choice but to say Elton John. Same here. 
Correct answer is Sir Paul McCartney. Oh, oh man, I didn't even think about you. <laughs> I should have said that. My bad. <laughs> Sir Paul. I really thought it was fucking McCartney, baby. This is something else John would do. Round three. This one might be a little easier for everybody. Film and TV. Film and TV. The first question. Yeah, if you watch a lot of Christmas shit. <laughs> I can tell my hand. Oh, no, you're right. Already it's hard. So, number one. Who proposes to who in the 2008 Gavin and Stacy Christmas special? I have seen that. <laughs> I ain't seen it. I ain't seen it. Call me, that, okay. call me wrong. Right, next. Uh, yep. Number two. How old is Kevin McAllister in Home Alone? Oh, snap. Ten. Yeah, ten. Yep. Y'all say ten? Yep. The correct answer. How do you lose a ten-year-old kid on Christmas? I'm a horrible mother. Eight. Eight. Oh, crap. Correct answer's eight. Jesus. Uh, uh, in everyone's favorite Christmas rom-com... Who's fucking... Okay, anyways. Love Actually. No, I've never seen that movie. <laughs> what song is Billy Mack trying to get to Christmas number one? What song is he trying to get to Christmas? I pass. Pass. One? I pass. Correct answer was Christmas is all around. Yep. <laughs> Ain't all around for me. Oh, my God. Uh... In the classic Vicar of Dipley Christmas special, the Christmas lunch incident... Oh, my God. Let me find something that's good. Pass. Pass. Five. Arguably a Christmas movie in which city is the film Die Hard set? Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. Yeah, Chicago and East is the North. Yeah, when they missed the video, it's Chicago. Chicago, have a few laughs. Los Angeles. Snap. I really thought it was Chicago. Lost I wasn't coattailing. I really thought that. I was like, yeah, maybe that is. I thought he came from Los Angeles. Is what I yeah, think. yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's, that's no, what I was thinking. no, he came from. He was wasn't he like a New York cop that or a Chicago cop that came to Los Angeles? Maybe so. Yeah, because they make con- they make a joke about his jurisdiction. Yeah, it's been so long since I've seen that movie. If you have kids, you may know this one. What is the name of the reindeer in Frozen? Oh, I do have kids, and I don't know. The reindeer? Sven. Sven. Ed Ray? I'm not a father, so I cannot answer it. <laughs> the correct answer is Sven. Yes. Tyler gets the point. Catching up. <laughs> uh, what else is there here? Okay. Um, which fam- Which famous TV family has a, has a dog called Santa's Little Helper? The Simpsons. Yep. Yep. Correct, the Simpsons. You just said it much faster than me. I thought about it. I was like, "Oh yes." Oh, I grew up on the Simpsons. I should know. Uh, next up, after watching Dalton Abbey's 2012 Christmas special, viewers were devastated by the character. By the I don't know. But Pass. Y'all, y'all seen that shit? Somebody no. died. Cool. <laughs> Pass. Uh, number nine. What do excitable Edgar and Monty the Penguin have in common? What the fuck's excitable? Ed, you're an I pass. They know what they know. They're starting to get too hard now. You yeah. you people out like there are people out there who fucking care about Christmas. Yeah, this is a very weird uh, quiz. 
I found this quiz. <laughs> it was a popular quiz, they, they said. Yeah, for weirdos. <laughs> I'm still watching horror movies for well, Halloween at this well, time. Well, apparently that quiz site is trolling you. Hey, my favorite Christmas movie is The Thing with Kurt Russell. Which? <laughs> number 10, which English actor joins Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy for a starring role in The Muppets Christmas Carol? Patrick Stewart. Uh, Lawrence Olivier. Michael Caine. The correct answer is... Michael Caine! Yep, good job, man. I don't know why I said Patrick Stewart. <laughs> it's always something he'd do. Oh, my God. Round four. History. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> pass. Number one. <laughs> Best whole round pass. Which monarch delivered the first Christmas Day message on the radio? Queen Victoria. Queen Elizabeth. Edray. I don't know what the name of the king was at the time. Uh, king Louis? Can you think of it? What is it? King Edward? Maybe King Edward the Seventh? Or, uh, Cran- Cran- was King George the Fifth, 1932. King George the Fifth. That's the last king that England ever had. Man, I'm... Uh, which country began the tradition of the Christmas tree? I want to say Germany. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say, like, Norway. That makes me want to say Denmark for some reason. <laughs> I'm going to say it anyway, Denmark. Correct answer was Germany! There you go. I knew it was one of them, like, countries off in that area, but I was like... Number three, uh, on Christmas Day, 1914, British and German soldiers in the trenches initiated an unofficial ceasefire. What activity were British and German soldiers reported to share in no man's land? Christmas Day, 1914, British and German soldiers. Didn't they throw footballs back and forth or throw balls? This some sort of ball activity? Is that your answer? Yeah, they were throwing balls. There you go. Uh, singing carols. Probably exchanging beers. A game of football! Because I remember one of the war movies where they were like throwing it through the lines where their enemy lines were like separated. Can you imagine stopping war and be like, hey, can we just play a game of football real quick before we go back to killing each other? They used to have wolf ceasefires all the time. Wolf ceasefires? Oh, yeah, because the wolves would come into the trenches and start killing them. The wolves would come into the trenches and start eating your dead friend. Yeah. <laughs> like, why, why, why are we going to kill these fucking wolves? Yeah, yeah. And they would be happening at both sides simultaneously, so they'd both throw up a white flag and get rid of the wolf problem, and then they could go back to killing one another. Yeah. Uh, which of Shakespeare's plays was written as a Christmas gift for Elizabeth I? I'll say Hamlet. I'm going to ride his coattails sometime, this time. I'm going to say Hamlet. A fucking Titus Rex. The correct answer was The Merry Wives of Windsor. Windsor. Makes sense. It's about a bunch of women who dupe all the men and make them look stupid, so of course he'd write that. For her. <laughs> uh, number five, who banned Christmas carols after the English Civil War in 1647? Oh, snap. 
Who Bane? This is a, this is a, a man that did this. King George? Wrong. I should have said wrong. <laughs> My bad. Was it one of the Henrys? No. I just don't feel like no one's going to get this. All, it's Oliver Corm Cornwell. Yeah, we went. I don't think he wants that. Oliver Cromwell. What date in January should all your Christmas decorations come down by, according to tradition? So what date should all your Christmas decorations come down by, according to tradition? On um, the 5th. There's a bunch of stupid people out there. I'll say the 15th. First? Correct answer is the 5th! Tyler, how'd you know that? I don't know. <laughs> no fucking reason in leaving your shit up for longer than that. <laughs> the holiday season's over, move on with it. Yeah, the 15th seems kind of long anyway. Yeah. We well, normally take it down. That's like, like, that's, like a, that's like rednecks. Like, I'm just going to leave it on all until all, next year. <laughs> oh, there's people that start putting it up, like, before November hits. I don't mind it. It's just... Whatever. There's going to be a day that you're supposed to take it down, I reckon, about five days. If you're not going to take it down after five days, you're never going to take it down. Sleep yeah, it up. Yes. Sleep it up. Uh, who was crowned King of England on December 25th, 1066? Who was crowned? One of the Georges? King of England. Say King Henry. 1066. You took it. Mm. December 25th. I was going to say that. Just to be opposite of him and see which one of us was right. And it ain't King Arthur. Fucking Cromwell. <laughs> I would say King Henry. I was going to say that anyway. Great answer is William the Conqueror. Oh, William. King William. King William the Conqueror. William Regal. Uh, what the fuck? Okay. In which... Modern day country was Saint Nicholas born in? Norway. I swear he was Norwegian. Iceway. Uh, I Iceland. This is gonna be a controversial answer, but I'll say Turkey. Hmm. Correct answer was Turkey in the year two eighty. He knew it. How's that controversial? You're right. <laughs> Damn, how'd you know that, Ed Ray? I think I read some books about it about twenty years ago. Damn. Dang. Number nine. What beverage company is credited with changing the color of Santa's suit from green to red? Coca-Cola. Coca <laughs> Ed Ray? It's got to be Coca-Cola. Correct. Everyone's <laughs> quick on that one. Huh? It was obvious. Like some, some questions are easy, and then they have like, fucking... <laughs> who was the third cousin? Nobody. <laughs> none of this was ever going to be easy for me because I don't give a fuck about Christmas. I understand. We used to do a lot easier quizzes, but we did them all. <laughs> we did them all. Uh, number 10. East End baker Tom Smith invented an item in 1847, which is now a staple on the table at Christmas dinner. What is it? So in 1847... A baker? This person invented an item, which is now a staple on the table. Christmas dinner. Dressing. Edry. Green bean casserole. Gross. I'm going to go with this guy. I'm coattailing. I'm going to say dressing. It seems like something that could be made by accident. So, 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 this is a weird answer. Christmas crackers. Oh my gosh. How is it any different from soda crackers or saltine crackers? I don't know. 
They're Christmas shaped, I guess. Okay. <laughs> They're cut in the shapes of trees. Okay, well that was the end of that fucking long ass quiz. Uh, uh, did we learn anything? Did y'all no. learn something? No. We usually no. do funner. We usually I'm like, not retaining any of that shit. <laughs> I usually do easier quizzes. It's not worth it. Y'all, I guess uh, y'all just want to chat for a little bit before we end this episode. I guess, who's the winner of this? Oh, you're supposed to be keeping score. Clearly, Ed Ray. Let's see. It might have been tied. Let's see. One. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine for Tyler. Ed Ray. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine for Ed Ray. Kevin. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten for Kevin. Kevin, you won the quiz. Oh, How'd you do that? I didn't. You rise of coattails. Nope. You're I a coat rider. Hey, I rode to the left, I rode to the right, and then just went straight down the middle. Okay. <laughs> Whatever works. It was like it was like you know what? I think you got I think you got one of those uh, one of the song questions right, and uh, it, it put you forward. Possibly. <laughs> but, uh, oh my goodness! Remember, guys, there are no winners in the Christmas. Yeah, the Christmas no quiz and having to participate in the Christmas. Oh quiz. my god! He must hate us really bad. Well, you should do. Uh, like brownie locks and stuff. They're like a lot more. We usually have more fun with the other guys that were on here. What other guys? Oh, uh, well, like, don't you have like Keenan and them? No, I'm just saying. Uh, like, oh, like I'm sorry. Here, here's the here's the quizzes we usually do. We all know that Rudolph has a red nose, but does Rudolph have antlers? No. He has ears. That's it. Ed Ray? No antlers to my knowledge. Oh, fucking shit. No, I gave all the fun questions to Keenan, and then he's coming up with these no, lambastic from... ones to us. Any... We do this, we literally do... International Airport's Christmas Vacation on the third scene in the background. <laughs> Who is that actor? That you don't know and never seen in another movie since? And you're like, oh, I don't know. They're like, well, it was Jim and Fitz, uh, Fitz Jimmins, and uh, you should have known. And you're like, Who was the makeup designer for Because <laughs> yeah. we all read the credits. So yeah. Just... Yeah, I can't even click on the answers. So to... That's why it wouldn't have worked. I would have to like be able to click on all these. But these are a lot. These are like 108 answers, questions. But like, these are a lot like easier. Who wrote A Christmas Carol? Charles Dickens. Yeah, so. <laughs> so... I'm sorry! I should have done the easier one. What month is Christmas in? Let's, uh... <laughs> what month is Christmas in? July! Let's fill these last, uh, these last 20 minutes of this episode with a conversation, I guess. Any Christmassy things you want to talk about? Anything else you want to talk about, Kevin? Anything odd you want to talk about in this episode? We learned about weird things. Uh... If you really see Santa coming down your chimney, my advice to you is grab a shotgun or grab the first firearm available or baseball bat or whatever you can get a hold of. What's your thoughts? What's you guys' thoughts on a uh, on how 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 long Christmas has been able to stand the test of time? Like just the idea, like you. I mean, but it hasn't. It really hasn't. Like it originally started off as end-of-the-year celebrations by a bunch of pagan people, and then it eventually became Jesus' birthday, and now it's just corporate gift presents day. So it really hasn't stood the test of time. Well, 
It's done nothing but evolve and change in order to meet the needs of the sociopaths who push it on everybody like it's some kind of ridiculous agenda. That is odd that that happens. Ed Ray, your thoughts on Christmas and the evolution of it? Well, let's see. Back in the old days, Christmas was actually a good time to get together with family and stuff. But now it is just too commercial, you know? Every time I turn on the TV or look at something on the internet, they're always wanting to shove something down my throat for for a bargain, you know. But I don't care about it because... The family thing is also shoved down your throat. Like, originally Christmas, amongst ancient people, this was the time to party. There were Nordic there were Nordic people who at the end of the year after they got done going on raids and growing and raising their animals they would tally up everything that they had that that they, this is how much food that you need to survive the winter and whatever was extra they cooked it and ate it all at once there were parties that didn't end until the winter was over because they had so much access that then by the time winter was over they realized holy crap we still have all these stockades that's how, like, Viking culture ended and people stopped raiding one another when they realized that harvesting food was much more efficient. So, the, even the idea that it's some special day that you got to sit down with your boring-ass family, even that shoved down our throats. Yeah, well, between that or the commercialism of uh, what's being brought to, to the forefront on television or social media or stuff, I just don't like the commercialism of Christmas. I mean, if we could just... If we could just have a day to reflect or a day just to... Party. Party, then yeah, let's do that instead of just buying presents for people that aren't going to last long, number one. And number two, nobody's going to appreciate it in the long run. Appreciation. It's a hard thing to come by. Um, I'm just saying, though, like, I, for, like for me... Um, like I come from a fucked up childhood, so literally this is just like... Everybody, on Christmas, it becomes a miserable time because I'm like, hey, who wants to party? And everybody's like, oh, I want to go sit with my family and have turkey. I'm like, you want some dry-ass turkey? Let's go get some sushi or something. <laughs> I mean, when I was when I was young, um, we used to have some really good, I, I'm not going to lie, we did, have, we did at one point in time have some good Christmases. And normally it was playing rock music on the uh, big stereo, playing poker, uh, drinking, having some, sometimes we didn't even follow tradition. We'd barbecue. Um, we would play games, whether it be poker, spades. We would we would just have a, what you'd call a merry time, as a, and we would, we would exchange gifts actually uh, at the beginning, and then did that. And I think what a lot of people are having problems with on this holiday, and the problem with with, with it is Christmas is Christmas is supposed to be what it means to you, not what it means to the globe. And the globe is trying to make it like a singularity thing and it can't be because Christmas remains like everybody that's made their comments obviously while well, I was at different uh, viewpoints on Christmas like for me going forward Christmas is just to make sure my kids feel special and, and uh, we give remembrance to my to, to people that we've lost and then try to pick your spirits up because you know historically win- winter time is normally a bad year yeah. and that's to me that should be the focus of Christmas is just whether you want to party your brains out, whether you want to sit with your family and friends, whether you want to do a little of both, it should be to pick your spirits up. I don't think it's meant to be. People think you're supposed to just put on a smile and pretend everything's all right. And people that think that are painting Christmas to be that, 
they're ludicrous. I need to take some of their pills. Oh, well, I mean, another thing about Christmas is this whole aspect of family. Like, I'll, I'll never fucking talk to my cousins. I haven't talked to so many members of my family in years. Don't even want to. Reaching out to them would be pointless and fruitless. So then, like, when my dad hits me up and is like, you want to go to your uncles? They're all going to be there. And I'm like, I don't, fucking, I don't fucking know these people. Like, that's my whole thing, too, is, like, even if you tell me that somebody's related to me, I don't know this motherfucker. I don't yeah. know this asshole. Yeah, our Christmases were kind of, we were kind of, uh... And, like, once you, once you, once your parents divorced when you're 11 years old, Christmas is never Christmas again. It's never gonna be. Like, my parents, like, once my parents divorced, then, like, there was no more Santa Claus... Dad told me straight up that was a load of horse shit. Your mother used to take presents that I worked with my hard-earned money and write Santa on this. And that's kind of, I think about it as fucked up, too, because I used to think about some of the cool shit I used to get as a kid, and I'd be like, wow, Santa brought me something cool. No, 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 my dad busted his ass at a plant with a bunch of other dipshit rednecks who he couldn't stand. He couldn't stand any of them, but he did that anyway just to make sure that we had, like, he's, like this guy was saying, so that we as kids felt special. But then the moment that, like, the moment all of that goes away... You can't expect people to keep that. Like me, my whole life, everybody's always been like, you don't like Christmas, you don't like Christmas. They sound like they're fucking whining about it. Like, you don't like Christmas, <laughs> I can't believe you don't like Christmas. It's a shitty time of year. It's a shitty time of year where boring people get together with their boring fucking families. It's really a time of year for kids. Yeah. Like for me, Christmas, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not looking forward to anything other than making sure my kids are happy. That's it. I've already got all my kids' presents, and they all say from dad and from mom on them because we're not... Yeah, we don't teach Brandon about dumb shit. <laughs> so my son, he doesn't get to know about Santa Claus. He he's gonna be that kid who ruins it for your kid. Oh, well, I, Christmas this year is just gonna be another day for me because I'm gonna be working. My two middle children wouldn't even know what Santa is. They're both autistic. They'd be like Santa who? Because they could talk just fine. <laughs> well, my son's autistic and ADHD, but if I show him a picture of Santa Claus, he's immediately like Santa. But then, like, I just recently, within like this last two years, I've been telling him like, "Yeah, you can buy something." I've been telling Tamara and my wife about you can buy something cheap and shitty and put from Santa on it. But the really cool thing that that I bought that's from Dad. Yeah. Santa, look, look at that, son. Like, my kid will grow up thinking that. Like, oh, yeah, Santa, that guy that brings you, like, all the crappy dollar store presents, and then Dad brings you the cool <laughs> stuff. Yeah. I mean, technically, yeah, Santa technically is supposed to bring you, like, wooden shit. Like little wooden toys. Am I right? But- you know they don't they don't really sell wooden toys anymore. <laughs> yeah, and if you and if you have the balls to buy a wooden toy for a modern day kid, all all the credit to you because they're just gonna look at it. They're gonna look at it like somebody fuck looking Santa. at an infection. They're just gonna be like, "Don't be upset." Oh fuck, Santa Claus! No, it better be digital fuck these days. Yeah, it better be digital what? these days. You think the elves know fucking how to make a computer? They better learn. I mean, there's a fucking old lady still walking around <laughs> putting coins on people's houses for goddamn Jesus. I'll do everybody a favor. If that lady shows up at my door, I'll just put a hole in her head. Oh my goodness. Sorry. I mean, she must have an endless bag of coins. You could solve all Did the... Could you imagine the coins on her feet? <laughs> yeah. Let that endless... poor lady out of her misery. Let her meet that other chick that killed her. Yeah. Endless bag of coins. The Yule Gang. Yeah. Yule Gang that cat. Jesus Christ. 
Oh man, well, this is fun. We This is the obviously the 10th pod of Christmas. We have two more pods left. Hope you guys stick around. I want those two, the final two pods of Christmas are going to be crazy. I want us to like, sit, let, let's, let's discuss what can they expect in the last two pods of Christmas. Come, come on, help, help us some little ideas. I want the 12th one to really be a banger. Maybe some fucking whose line is it anyways improv shit. I don't know. Well... Things will get significantly better, ladies and gentlemen, when we're not doing Christmas shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's spice it up. Yeah, yeah. How about who would you kill on Christmas if Eve if you get the opportunity? My and God. how would you kill them? What is that? Fuck Mary Kill on Christmas? <laughs> fuck or would Mary you who kill. would you fuck Mary Kill on Christmas? Yeah, okay. that'd be funny. Fuck Mary Kill. Uh you Corn Cornelius. <laughs> the fucking uh uh uh, uh, Abominable Snowman from this is all the Rudolph the Reindeer characters, and then the the Lion from the Lion Gang. All right, I fuck Santa Claus, I'd marry Mrs. Claus, and I'd kill Krampus. There we go. There we go. Killing Krampus. Oh, I wasn't talking about Christmas characters. I was like anybody. Oh, you just want. Oh, anybody you want? Yeah. I'm I still, know. I'm still I'm sticking fuck. with I'd fuck Santa and marry Mrs. Claus. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's I know. Like security. Yeah. You know, job security. I know. We do the. We do little. We do this gimmicky twelve What's stouts. The name of that chick. What's the name of that chick? I'm trying. Kate Upton. There we go. Kate Upton. <laughs> if she's Kate Upton, I'm, I'm with you on that one. We'll kill Santa Claus. I know the. Uh, I know the twelve stouts of Christmas. The Christmasy episodes can get kind of. Uh, too Christmassy, <laughs> too too much Christmas. Yes, yeah, so either much, that or a little edgy. Hey, what's no, your I, Christ- what's your favorite Christmas disaster? There you go. What What do you mean? Like, what's your favorite disaster to happen on Christmas? How can you have a favorite one? How most memorable? Well, there's a super tornado that hit the other night. That's not, how can it be a favorite? Does it always like how did get, when you say Christmas? Does it mean it took place in December? Yeah, like around Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. like December seventh. Yeah, nineteen forty one. Pearl Harbor. Maybe. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, you, you beat me. My super sub tornado can't compete with the Japan. Pearl Harbor. My bad, man. You pulled, know what? Pulled us out of stagnation, brought <laughs> us into the war. But I mean, it gave us some uh, some pretty good movie content. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> And unless you're talking about the movie Pearl Harbor by Michael Bay, in which that movie is an atrocious piece of no, crap. no, no. Why do I keep hearing Transformers. I, in I like movie? how I like how they took the, they, 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 the heartbreaking story of Pearl Harbor and said we story. need a fucking love story yeah. up in this movie. Are, are you referring to Pearl Harbor or From Here to Eternity? <laughs> Both. I'm referring to Pearl Harbor. By Michael Bay, that shitty movie that doesn't get the point that a bunch of men died. Yeah, I'd rather watch From Here to Eternity. Did. That's the one with Ben Affleck in it. Yeah, that's the one with yeah, Ben yeah, Affleck yeah. and fucking Matt Damon or whoever. No, not Matt Damon. <laughs> Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. Yep. Yeah, that's the, that's the one with those two guys talking about, oh, you're going to be a daddy and stuff. And I'm like, you're 2,000 men. You're <laughs> dead. More than that, and he's gotta go, we hey, gotta go nuke Japan now. Watch the black and white one; it's a lot better. Oh yeah, yeah. Tora 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 and all that. Yeah, them are, them actually depict what the war was. Oh, except for any John Wayne movie, and then he comes rolling up on the beach like, "I love the smell of Europe in the morning," and you're like, "That's not how it happened." <laughs> hey, he straightened up his act in the movie Cowboy when he actually died. Yeah, what was it? What was that? Seventy-two movies in when he yeah. actually fucking died. Well, he, he, just, he, he didn't get to do the saunter. 
<laughs> but you know you can't hate John Wayne for that because all the like Western heroes never died. Look at Roy Rogers. Well, yeah, Roy. But then again, like I don't remember any somebody. I don't remember anybody burn. saying like Roy Rogers was a badass. I like remember it. Like all, the most comment I get about Roy Rogers is like Back to the Future, where they're literally saying he looked like a pussy. Oh he walks out. and He's like, "This is what all the Western people wore, Marty." And he's like, yeah. "I don't think Roy Rogers wore this that." <laughs> and you're just like, yeah, no, Roy Rogers totally wore that. He totally looked like a fa- like a fucking weird ass fucking tassels and shit. <laughs> there's a yeah, some of the good war movies. Like, there's one. I don't, I don't know if John, if John Wayne's in this one. He's not the main star, but I want to say uh, Henry Fonda's in it. I'm trying to think of the name of it. When we get past Christmas, I want I want to I wanna do Thin like Red a, Line. That's a good one. Thin Red Line's a good one. Platoon. I mean, that kind of shows riff tracks. We should we should do some riff track stuff. Platoon's good stuff. Platoon's probably one of the best war movies. Full Metal Jacket. Uh, Apocalypse Now. Yep. Apocalypse Now. You know that that scene in Platoon where uh, what is it? Martin Sheen. Whenever he's like freaking out and it's like raining on him. Oh yeah. You know he was really having a panic attack. So they just went and used it in the movie. Yeah. No. 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 Because uh, home dude who directed that film, uh, uh, Kubrick. That's who directed that. I know he directed Apocalypse Now, but Kubrick was obsessed with like torturing his actors. He was absolutely obsessed with it. He was a pretentious dickhead, but he was absolutely obsessed with torturing his actors. And yeah, like he had Martin Sheen and them just sitting out there in the jungle. Like, well, I've, I don't know where the, it was filmed in a place that looked like the jungle, but like they were just sitting out there in the rain. Martin Sheen says he hadn't. He had, like he said in a, like a in a little bio doc that he hadn't like showered in like four days, so he just felt like grimy and hot and then it started raining so there came like hot cold grimy dirt just all the uncomfort you feel when you're in combat and like he said it just started getting so much where it's like he started trying to wipe off the uncomfort and you watch him literally have like a fucking mental breakdown hey yeah it works for the scene it works for the scene (laughs) though well that's that's just your opinion what? <laughs> That's all we've got here. Hey, That's all we've got here are opinions and That's beer. your opinion, Adam. <laughs> but that's fine. Because all we have here are opinions and beer. We are a million.